Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Jordan Poole with the pass to JTA. Warriors have only nine guys tonight. Moody with a three-look left side and nailed that. You think he's playing with confidence, Tim? Moses Moody is on another planet right now. <laughs> he's on planet Moses, and everything's coming up for him. Hey! Hello, hello! Uh, I'm at Kolsky. It's great to be back. And... Look, I know this was a loss, and I know none of the important players, literally none of the important players. I mean, shout out, Loon. Only one of the important players on the Warriors played in tonight's game, but I, I'm thrilled to be here to talk about this game. We're going positive vibes only tonight, folks. I just... Look... This is my first night back on the air in like two and a half weeks. Uh, it's exciting to be here. Getting to talk after Warriors games is one of the best parts of my job. And I came into tonight thinking, well, you know, of all the nights to come back, this I probably picked the worst one. Uh, no regrets. Good time with the family. But... You know, you don't turn on Warriors basketball with, uh, you know, excitement leaking out of your ears at the prospect of Damian Lee and Juan Toscano-Anderson starting the game. And yet, this was a totally competitive game start to finish. It was wildly entertaining. It featured awesome performances from exciting young players on the Warriors' side. And look, I said it on Twitter, it's a schedule loss. This was a screw job from the beginning. If you don't remember, this was a situation, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sterling, but I'm quite sure this was a situation where Denver's team was all riddled with COVID, and they had to postpone, and they ended up, you know, forcing the Warriors to take flights back and forth to Denver in the same week and added a back-to-back and a four games and five nights for them. 
Yes. So this was a screw job from the very beginning. It was a schedule loss. And the fact that this ragtag bunch, because make no mistake, this is the worst team in the league if it's the every night team. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. That's actually an interesting question. Who's the worst team in the league right now? Magic? Magic or the Rockets? Yeah, this team, as constructed this evening, as much fun as it is to watch Moody and Poole and Kaminga and a lot of these guys, that's one of the worst teams in the league. But, God, they competed. It was a pretty special night for Moses Moody. Although, look, you know, the numbers at the end of the day, big scoring night. Probably didn't do enough other things, and the the field goal percentage fell in the second half when the Nuggets really started clamping on him. Um, But, you know, by the same token, that was when Jordan Poole took advantage, right? So I think these two guys, (laughs) look, they're, what, 22 and 19? I think these two guys showed you just how – interesting the future may very well be and Kaminga wasn't his most explosive in terms of impact today but still a 16.4 rebound effort you just wish more often he'd give a guy a pump fake and drive instead of take a three and it's not that he's such a bad three-point shooter and I think that will be a part of his game but right now he is just so threatening at the rim and especially because the Warriors don't necessarily have anybody else who's doing that right now. You'd like to see a little more, but in general, a good night from Kaminga. Are there things to be frustrated about? Sure. Most specifically, I'm frustrated about the the Jordan Poole dunk that wasn't because, um, you know, you see on replay, Jeff Green goaltended that ball and hit Jordan Poole in the head, so... You know, to not get either of those calls in a critical moment, I, I pulled up the play-by-play on that. It was 3.50 to go, and it would have made it a one-point game. And obviously, if that's a dunk, the Warriors have a chance to set their defense. If it's a foul, uh, play stops. So, that's a bummer. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not sure Nikola Jokic was going to let you win this game, you know? Yeah, that would have gotten you within one, but... What happened down the stretch and really at any point of this game that he felt it was important and or, you know, necessary, what happened was Nikola Jokic just was too much for everybody. And you know what? As frustrating as that is when it's against your team, God, is he something special to watch? And for the Warriors to force the Nuggets to play their best available guys, heavy, tough minutes... I I really think that's about as good as the Warriors could ask for tonight. And you have no qualms with the effort. Sure, there were defensive lapses, but, you know, you're playing worse players. You're playing less experienced players. The, the, the guys who usually organize the defense are not on the floor. So, yeah, there were defensive lapses, but there there were not effort lapses. And obviously, I've been away, but effort lapses have have characterized the last couple weeks of Warriors basketball, and that's 
the bigger problem than the losses. I mean, with all the losses, you're going to be top three in the West. Unless injuries, things get worse. I'd be shocked if the Warriors are not top three in the West, right? So you're in it. You're playing a home series in the first round, whatever happens. And if you're fully healthy, you'll be the better team. You know, whoever it is you end up playing. I, I, I still feel comfortable with that. But if effort is lapsing, then you got a problem. You know, even if you are the better team. And I think as they get into this stretch run, you know, how much can a game where Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, Andre, Porter, Peyton, your top eight other than Poole and Looney, basically, none of them played, how much can that be a seed for the rest of the season? I don't know. I mean, that's tough to say. But... I'll tell you this, if I'm Steve Kerr, like, I'm on the phone right now on, like, a three- or four-way call with Steph and Draymond and Clay and maybe Wiggins. And I'm saying, listen, fellas, I think if you watched what just happened tonight and then you put on some tape of the way this team has played the last few weeks you're going to find yourself deeply disappointed. And, look, he doesn't even need to make that call. I mean, Steph said it himself in the last postgame. I hope – maybe it's me. Look, I'll take credit. By the way, if you want to jump in and talk to me, I'd love to hear from you. It's a positive vibes only night, though. We're we're feeling good. Tonight is a night to feel good about what happened for the guys in a Golden State Warrior uniform. You know, you set your expectations based on circumstances, and the circumstances tonight were were working drastically against the Warriors. So what what did you feel the best about tonight? What was the thing that you're happiest about? Positive vibes. 888-957-9570 is the number. It's phone calls or texts. 888-957-9570. Speaking of texts on the Comcast business text line, someone from the 415 saying, uh, Chris Chioza played as many minutes as Jonathan Kaminga. Why? (laughs) He was a team worst minus 14. For all his eight assists, he's not a threat to score inside the three-point line. He's not a threat to score outside the three-point line either tonight. I would have preferred to see Quindary get Chioza's 29 minutes and Chioza get Quindary's 14. Come to think of it, can we swap Chios' two-way contract for Carson Edwards, who is leading the G League and scoring as a point guard, Jaden in the 415? Listen, Jaden, um, is Carson Edwards a free agent? I, I think he's I, I, I think he's uh, you know potentially uh, like uh, his rights are held by a team. I think the Grizzlies. Yeah, confirming that, yes. So, no, they can't uh, swap his contract for Chioza's. But I agree with you that it's hard for me to understand why Chioza's playing. It's it's particularly hard for me to understand why he's playing in key minutes down the stretch. And, you know, from my perspective, the second worst play 
in the last five minutes or so, and I'd have to pull up the the play-by-play to say exactly when it happened, but the second worst play of that closing stretch was Chioza just pulling from five feet behind the three-point line with, I don't know, 10 or 15 seconds left on the shot clock for no apparent reason when, you know, other guys had it going, specifically Jordan Poole. Um, Mistakes were made tonight. But again, that's to be expected. 6-5-0. I think it's great tonight for the younger guys come playoff time. I read that out of order from the 6-5-0. He wrote that more clearly. But what he's saying is good experience. Because as we all know, it's another gear. Yeah. I, I, I think this is a taste. And look, again... This was a game where Moses Moody thrived because the Nuggets were committing all their attention, Steph Curry-level attention, to Jordan Poole when this game tipped off. And as a result, Jordan Poole was scoreless in the first quarter. But when the Nuggets had to start paying more attention to Moses Moody, Jordan Poole really stepped up and, and you know did the scoring we expect him to do. Super efficient night for Poole. 8 of 12 from 3. 11 to 19 overall. And, he, and you know, I, was, I would say you'd like him to get to the free throw line more than twice, but honestly, he, it's starting to remind me of Steph. He does not get a great whistle, Jordan Poole. And, you know, that Jeff Green play, that was both a goaltend and a foul. Uh, and was scored as a block. That's that's sort of a, the best example. But seven assists for Poole tonight, too, and I just thought he was... He really let the game come to him. I mean, I think that's probably... And maybe he feels more comfortable doing that in an environment where he's the best player on the floor. Uh, but this was just a really high-level effort, I thought, from Poole. And look, competing defensively as well. I I have no complaints about anything from Jordan Poole tonight. 888-957-9570 if you want to weigh in. And, you know, the 650 texter mentioned the young guys and, and playoff time in the same sentence. And um, that's something I, I want to talk about tonight, too. And, again, <laughs> positive vibes only. So I, I'm going to take the at least relatively positive view on this. What Moses Moody did tonight, in my view, is show you why he should be playing Damian Lee's minutes. And I I am not down on Damian Lee. I, In fact, <laughs> I think he's a great candidate who could have taken some of Chioza's minutes tonight, and it may very well have uh, resulted in a better outcome. But... Moody is not going to be better necessarily than Damian Lee every night. What he is, is possibly significantly better on any given night. The the lows will be lower, but the highs will be higher. And I think if we're totally honest with ourselves, the way this year has panned out, with Wiseman really not playing and who knows when or if we'll see him 
with Draymond now being injured as long as he's been injured, um, with Clay, you know, having some bumps in the road on coming back in terms of just the illness that clearly sort of messed him up a little bit and, and the normal struggles of coming back after such a long layoff. I think if we're totally honest with ourselves, like most teams in a championship contending run, the Warriors need some things to break right for them for for this to be a serious title contending year. They do. And I think since it appears, particularly since it appears that they have no intention of changing this roster. And you know what? I, when healthy, it's been a pretty tough roster to beat. So I don't know how much I can argue that point with them if that's what they're going to do. Much as I'd like to, again, positive vibes only tonight. If this is what it is, if this is the roster, you know, with everyone getting healthy, they just are going to have to get some stuff from some rookies and some other potentially unlikely candidates come playoff time. Now, I absolutely understand the skepticism of anybody in Warrior fandom or analysis who says you cannot count on a 19-year-old in the playoffs. Although I should check Moody's birthday. I wonder if he... He might be 20 by then, so throw all that out the window. Uh, is going to be 19 until next October, for God's sakes. And Moody won't turn 20 until May 31st, so, you know, maybe if they're in the finals, he'll turn 20. It'd be a hell of a birthday present. The point is, you're right, if that's what you're saying. You can't count on 19-year-olds in the postseason. You're absolutely right. But, you know, you can't count on winning a title. <laughs> and I think, given where this roster is at, you know, and I'm not even saying it has to be James Wiseman, but if the Warriors aren't getting some consistency from some 19-year-olds, or at least guys under 23, they can't do it this year. Because, that I mean, that's what the team is. And, yes, the roles of a Kaminga and a Moody are naturally going to be diminished. But to me, as much as Damian Lee has been great in so many spots for this team, as much as look tonight in a game where most of the team is minus because you lost, he's plus seven. He and Juan, plus seven, plus four, and then Weatherspoon, plus three. Pretty much everyone else who played is in the minus. Like, those guys are good. But the upside that the rookies bring, and you saw it from Moody tonight, you've obviously seen it from Kaminga a dozen or so times this year. I just think you have to open yourself up to the possibility of that breaking your way because, to me, that's your best chance of being the best team, even if it also opens up, you know, look, if you're counting on 19-year-olds much, maybe instead of even playing anywhere near a finals, you're out in the first round. Who knows? There is that variability. Uh, you know, wise men, many of them have said, uh, scared money don't make none. And frankly, I don't know that you have much of a choice at this point. 
I mean, the other option to me is letting someone go in order to add the big that they clearly need. And they can say whatever they want, but there's a level at which this team is just short a big man. It just is. And I think that'll be true even if James Wiseman does show up. Um, they, there's just – they need another large individual. They do. Um, but I think their argument would be need is the wrong word because we believe we can make up for that with other things. And if that's true, in my view, if that is true – Included in those other things are these rookies. Before we hit this break, I do want to take our first caller because nice of you to call. You know, excited to be back, excited to talk to people. 888-957-9570. Mike in San Francisco. What is happening, my man? What's up, Kolsky? Um, talking uh, some dubs here. Yeah, uh, they're really struggling right now. A lot of people assuming once Draymond gets back uh, – all these flaws are going to go away. I don't know about that because even when he was playing, they were really struggling. The offense was out of sync, and now it's just defense. Hopefully, he, when he comes back, the defensive end is going to be sure. I'm not, I'm not even going to rely on uh, Wiseman at this point. It's too late in the season. I don't know what's going on. I, that's why I would have wanted them to pick somebody up in the bio market as a big because the Looney is pretty much all they got at this point. And, the, you mm-hmm. know, a Draymond, is, is you don't want to exert him too much. In the playoffs, but I, I think this Warrior team really needs to get focused and locked in here. Draymond said he's coming back in a week here, so that's that's good news. But just overall, Curry Curry hasn't been the same shooting self. Clay has really struggled himself. Uh, Wiggins, his shot, he hasn't been the same player since Clay got back. So uh, the benches have been consistent. Some good signs to, uh, these last couple of games. Moody has really shown out, so that's a great positive sign. Really, um, what are they going to need that to shore up the rotation in the bench as the playoffs and uh, pull? really bulk out of his slump, slump there. So that's good to see. But overall, they're, they're really playing, you know, sliding down, playing their worst ball as the playoffs approach. And I, and I hope they really get on track here. They're probably gonna Well, but that's the thing, Mike. So a couple things. First of all, what you said about Draymond's not true. They were playing great. Uh, in his last 12 games, they were 10-2. and two. Um, And that was, of course, before Clay came back. Because, again, this team has still not fully been whole. Now, again, Draymond's still only 6'6". He doesn't solve that one problem. He doesn't. But, again, I think the Warriors' perspective, and we can debate whether they're right. We'll see eventually whether they're right. But I think their perspective is, no, he doesn't make us taller, uh, but he does make us more, or I should say, he does make us less vulnerable to size. Now, Look, I I would argue they had their two or even three best potential Nikola Jokic defenders on the floor tonight, and it did no good whatsoever. So I continue to say, like, and, and again, I use him just as an example because at this point I'm not even sure he's going to be bought out, but boy, could they have used Robin Lopez tonight. And I understand that he's not a great player, but he's exactly what they could have used tonight on a certain level even on a night where they didn't have any of their stars or, or, you know, eight of their ten best players. We're going to continue, and I want to keep it positive vibes only. They don't have a big guy. It is what it is. They got some little guys that are awfully exciting and good, and they were on display tonight, 
Well, what made you feel the best watching these young guys play tonight? What was the biggest positive in your eyes? And with that, we will also get to the shot of the game when we come back. It is Warriors Wrap-Up. I'm Matt Kolsky. Thrilled to be back with you. Give us a ring. 888-957-9570. That's also how you get to the Comcast business text line. We'll be back right after this on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Poole off a loony pick, takes and hits another three. Is he hot, Tim? Jordan Poole started this game slow, but he now has 17 points, 5 of 6 beyond the arc. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. We are back. I am back. It's good to be back. 888-957-9570 is the number. If you want to join us, that's how you reach the phone lines. That is how you reach the Comcast Business Text Line, 888-957-9570. What did you enjoy tonight? No reason not to be positive. Teams lose. <laughs> Losses come and go, Renee. Uh, this is a, it's a schedule loss. For those of you who don't know what it means, it means the moment it got written down on the schedule, the Warriors were up a creek. For those who don't remember, this was a, a game that was postponed because of Denver's COVID issues, but placed back on the schedule in a place where just travel-wise and back-to-back-wise, it absolutely screwed the Warriors. Uh, not fair, necessarily, but, you know, it's COVID times. What are you going to do? And the Warriors demonstrated how they felt about it by sending most of their best players home. Seven or eight of their best ten players not available tonight. I mean, that probably goes up if you count the guys that are actually injured. So I I, I got to keep it in perspective. I can't be too upset about putting this one in the L column. 
Are you where you want to be in the standings after the start you had? No. You're a half game behind the Memphis Grizzlies. But you know what? If, if you're serious about contending, then when you get fully healthy, which, you know, hopefully is a week from today. Not counting James Wiseman. I, I can't tell you what's going to happen with that, but let's not worry about him right now. Positive vibes only. <laughs> Positive vibes. 888-957-9570 if you want to be positive with me. You want to be positive? I got an idea. Draymond gave us some great news today. Sources say the source is Draymond. Let's hear it. By the way, I am projecting uh, or targeting my return next Monday, the 14th versus the Wizards. That is the date that I am targeting. I'm excited as hell. I mean, it's been two and a half months. I've never missed that much time during season now I have once had an ankle injury that kept me out for a very long time in high school but it was the off season so uh, this is something different for me so I'm, I'm extremely excited to get back out there uh, with my guys to try to help right this ship positive vibes he's excited hooray come on look a week from today the Warriors, hopefully, will be more or less whole. That's only two more games between now and then. I'm sorry, three more games between now and then. Clippers tomorrow, back at the Nuggets on Thursday, hosting the Bucks on Saturday. And there is absolutely no reason they can't go at least 2-1 and one if they can get their better players playing with the effort that their lesser players played with today. 415 says, Willie Cauley-Stein's a free agent. He's seven feet tall. Yeah, might rather have Bielitsa or, or even Damian Lee. 925 texter on the Comcast business text line. They look better tonight than in the last seven games. I'd start the same lineup tomorrow night. <laughs> I would not, but I want the effort tomorrow night. That's what I want. I mean, that I'm not on pregame tomorrow, but if I was, here's what I'd say. What I want to see is, do the Warriors tonight, with a different roster on the floor, bring the same level of effort that these guys brought last night? And, you know, top of that list, of course, the rookie, Moses Moody, his first 30-point game. The highest scoring half by a rookie since Steph Curry, I believe, with a 20-point first half. And that's why, even though it's a loss, and even though as dope as this shot was, it didn't end up meaning much, our shot of the game, presented by the County of Santa Clara, it's Moses Moody. Over to JTA, facilitates for Moody. Moody on Reed, backs up seven to shoot. Moses Moody waits, screamed by Looney. Moody hesitates, goes off balance, off glass, it's good! <laughs> Moody over Jokic, how did he do that? He improvised, yes, believe he did. me. Oh, man, did I he? don't even think he knew he was improvising, but he did. He's got 29 points. It was a great game from Moody, and it got tougher on him in the second half. The field goal percentage, you know, wasn't great by the end of the game. 
But it was a great performance, a gutty performance, a tough performance. And that shot down the stretch, leaning, banking over Nikola Jokic, it was spectacular. It defined the night. On a night, you know, that ultimately may not mean much. You know, it's still a loss, but there's so much to be happy about. And look, you know, getting back to what that texter said, the the way they looked effort-wise is the biggest thing. And so I think the question you got to answer tomorrow is, can you bring a Moses Moody and Jordan Poole level, level of effort and engagement to a game with a roster that's significantly better? And then even more so a week from tonight when, if we are to believe Draymond about Draymond, hopefully the Warriors will be more or less fully healthy. That was the shot of the game from Moses Moody presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at secfreevax.org or call 211. secfreevax.org or call 211. I loved everything from Moses Moody tonight. Really good defense as well. Uh, Didn't end up with a a great assist tonight. One assist, as a matter of fact. But I I thought passed the ball well, largely. He had three turnovers, two of which I can picture in my mind because he threw the ball to where a teammate probably should have rotated to on the three-point line. They, They were both driving kicks. And he sort of went through the lane and passed the ball out to the perimeter. But the guys he was passing to were just standing still behind their man instead of moving to the open spot. Uh, Again, those are the sorts of things that happen when you have a bunch of inexperienced guys who who have largely never played with each other on an NBA floor. Uh, There's some issues. Especially when two two of those guys are 19. Uh, Kaminga did not turn the ball over tonight. Really a pretty sound performance. He he had the four fouls because Jokic was abusing him like he abused everybody else. But look, that's the MVP. And he played an MVP game. 32 points, 15 boards, 13 assists. Nuts. And he shot 70% from the field, by the way. He just dominated. He did whatever he wanted all night, and that's because he was by far the best player on the basketball floor. No shade to anybody else out there. Certainly no shade to Jordan Poole, who's, you know, look, 32 points, 7 assists is nothing to sneeze at. And it it should have been 34 because Jeff Green goaltended. 35 because he hit him in the head, too. (laughs) But... Nikola Jokic is the MVP, and he played like it. And and that's why I tend to think even if they got that call, even if that became a three-point play that tied the game, because that's what would have happened if he hit a three-point play, I, I tend to think that Jokic was just going to be too much down the stretch no matter what else happened. He's just phenomenal. I believe Kalena said during the game that he may be the most skilled European player we've ever seen. And my knee-jerk reaction was slow down, Kalena. But then I started to think about it. And if we're just talking, I mean, is he the greatest European player of all time? Probably not yet. 
Because that's, uh, that's Dirk, right? I mean, all due respect to some older guys like Petrovic or, or even Sabonis, but he came over way too late, Sabonis did, and Petrovic was, was gone too soon, sadly. Um, I don't, I, I don't know that we've had a more skilled guy because as, as tremendous as Dirk was, uh, Jokic is a much better passer. I mean, really, what is Dirk better at than Nikola Jokic other than three-point shooting? And even that is not, it's not by a ton. Is it? This guy, he does every single thing on the basketball floor. Is he a, an elite defender? Maybe not, but I think he's probably better than most people give him credit for. He's certainly a big body, and, and, and he knows how to use it. He, he is just spectacular, and he put on a damn show tonight. from three on the year, but 39% last year. So, yeah, Dirk's Dirk's a better three-point shooter, but what else did he do at Jokic's level? He's unreal, and I think he is the most skilled European basketball player we've ever seen, which is saying a lot. Uh, And uh, the the Warriors' Serbian center answer, uh, Nemanja Bielica, just (laughs) wasn't quite enough tonight. But again, positive vibes only. It was a great night. It was a highly competitive, highly entertaining basketball game. Featured a great effort from young guys. And and if we're going to talk about those young guys, first and foremost among them tonight was Moses Moody. Uh, In his post-game presser, obviously, first question for Steve Kerr was, what did you think about Moses Moody? Yeah, Moses was um, just fantastic tonight. He was aggressive, got off to a quick start, and and uh, made some some big shots for us. And uh, he's a keeper, you know. He's a guy who's going to be a cornerstone for this team, for the Warriors, for a long time to come. I, it's easy to see that right now in his rookie year. It, it really is. Six five zero text or great game for Moody. Him and J.K. can help us in the playoffs. It doesn't matter if they're 19. What matters is, can they help us win? I hope they can get the minutes instead of Lee and Bielita. And look, I, I, I agree. There will be mistakes if those kids are out there. Probably more mistakes than Damian Lee or Nemanja, Nemanja Bielita would make. But listen to what Steve Kerr just said. It's obvious from his rookie year at 19 that he is a keeper. He's going to be here a long time, and he's going to be a good player. And there's no rule against young guys helping in the playoffs. It's harder. But the day the day of the NBA draft, I said on this air, this is the best thing that could have possibly happened to the Warriors. Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody are the best thing that could have happened, and both of them will be able to help you this year. I said that. I believed it then. I believe it now. It is riskier. But it doesn't mean it can't work. Overall, like I said, it's a positive vibes night. And Steve Kerr 
is on the same wavelength. I love the effort. The effort was great. Really good experience for our young guys to be uh, thrust into a position where they had to take on different roles, different responsibilities, and competed and had a chance. We, you know, that's all we could ask. You know, give ourselves a chance in the last few minutes. We just um, couldn't close. We made a couple mistakes and, and they made some plays. But, uh, you know, I think if we, as a group, you know, when we are whole again, if we can bring that kind of energy and toughness to every game, I think we're going to be in great shape. And that's the key. And again, I hadn't heard that. But like I said, if I'm Steve Kerr, like I got my cell phone out on the plane because I bet when when you're on a private plane, you can just use your cell phone, right? Anybody anybody here been on it? Sterling, uh, last time you were on a private plane, did they let you use your cell phone? Never been on one, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> Whatever. They got a phone for him on that plane. Like Steve Kerr can call. Steve Kerr on the plane right now should be on the phone with Steph and Clay and Draymond and, and maybe even Andrew Wiggins and be like, did you watch that? Because that's what we need. If we bring that level of effort and you guys are out there, we're going to cruise on Thursday. Because you get a shot, a legit shot, not in a back-to-back at Denver on Thursday. And God love him, Moses Moody will not be starting. Matter of fact, the only guy who will be starting that was starting tonight is Kevon Looney, hopefully. And you should win that game if you play the way these kids played tonight. Uh, Just like Steve Kerr said, if you bring that level of aggression and attention and energy with the talent that was already back in the bay tonight, you're going to win tomorrow night and Thursday night. Steve Kerr also asked about just sort of generally how he's feeling about his team, and here's what he had to say. I feel great about where we're heading. I feel great about what's in front of us and what's possible for us to accomplish. I feel great about, you know, guys getting healthy and, you know, completing our team roster-wise. And um, I've said this to you guys quite a bit over the last week, but you got to go through the fire to, you know, kind of build that armor that you need and we're, we're going through the fire right now. So our guys are feeling it. They've got to grow together. we got a game tomorrow night against a hot team. So we'll get right back at it tomorrow. And, and uh, I have no doubt we're going to get through this period. Uh, but it's no fun going through it. You know, this has always been a mantra of Steve Kerr. Even when they didn't have to go through the fire in the, in the Kevin Durant years. Even in those years, this was the mantra because he was saying, this is not really, this is not the real NBA. This ain't it. (laughs) This is not what really happens almost all of the time. Teams aren't this good. You don't get to be this good. And he was right. It is highly probable, and I don't mean this in in like a doom and gloom way. It is highly probable that the Warriors will never be as good again as they were in those Kevin Durant years, ever, no matter how long they play for. Matter of fact, it's entirely possible 
that no team in the future of basketball, whatever you think about the past, it's entirely possible that no team in the future, the entire future of basketball will ever be as good as that Warriors team was. That's how rare it is to be that dominant and that obvious of a championship favorite. It does not happen. Right now, they're in the real NBA. And not only that, but they got pretty beat up injury-wise, even beyond how they began the year. And they hung in there for a while after Draymond got hurt. But, you know, other guys are missing games here and there. Other guys are being managed and can't play back-to-backs. Other guys are old and have some tea times they need to get to so they're not playing much the key from the beginning of this year if we just view this warriors year as as a specific project and not think about the future the, the plan for this year was always let's see if we can get healthy and get some of these younger guys some experience by the playoffs and then we'll take a crack at it <laughs> And, you know, look, there have been maybe more bumps in the road in some ways. I think there have been pleasant surprises because even I, as high as I was on Jonathan Kaminga, didn't quite think he'd be this good this quickly. So there's been ups and downs, but I think generally that plan of let's just see if we can get healthy come playoff time, get some of these young guys a little experience so we can toss them out there here and there, and then we'll take a crack at it. That that's still on the table. And that's where I'm gonna leave it tonight. Feeling good. Positive vibes. Still on the table. That'll do it for Warriors wrap up. Just so happy to be back. And I'll be back with you again tomorrow night, hopefully after a resounding victory over the Clippers. And look, it's positive vibes only tonight, but if Evita Zubac dominates the interior tomorrow and they lose to the Clips. Then we're going to start yelling about the big problem. But tonight, positive vibes. Go to sleep with a smile. I'm Matt Kolsky. This has been Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 